Welcome to the True Podcast where we take a no-holds-barred approach to life. From personal anecdotes to professional advice, Ryan Dement offers an unfiltered look at life's challenges that you can't get anywhere else. Let's get to it. Here is your host, Ryan Dement. Hey guys, Ryan Dement, True Podcast. I hope you are having a great day. Yes, I am still congested. I'm getting over these sinuses, but I want you to stay tuned. This week, infrastructure bill, borrow, print, spend, the SPR, Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And it was in the news yesterday, the president is releasing 50 million barrels. But is it going to help us or hurt us? Stay tuned. All right, guys, welcome back. Let's get right to some basic information. What is the Strategic Petroleum Reserve? I went to the energy.gov, uh, which is the Department of Energy, and I'm just going to read right from their website. <clears throat> the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is a U.S. government complex of four sites with deep underground storage ca- caverns, excuse me, created in salt domes along the Texas and Louisiana Gulf Coast. Current inventory, they tell you, it's about 604 million barrels. Highest inventory, the SPR was filled to its then 727 million barrel authorized storage capacity on December 27, 2009. The inventory of 726.6 million barrels was the highest ever held in the SPR. So, The one other thing that I wanted to share with you uh, is this. So the president said he's drawing down 50 million barrels. 32 million of the 50 million barrels is an exchange. So what's going to happen is they're going to send it out and then it's got to come back and be replenished, which means we have to buy the oil again. which means we have to pay market rate. As of today, the average price paid for oil in the reserves is $29.70. As you know, a barrel of oil today is well over $75 a barrel. So they don't say when they're going to buy back, but they are going to buy back at some time. So if it's anywhere north of $29 a barrel, which it's going to, guess what's going to happen? You and I will be paying for it. Taxpayers pay for this. It's not free. Then the other 18 million barrels is congressionally bound, which means they had to sell them no matter what. So what they do is they open it up and say, okay, we have 18 million barrels, and then you have companies bid on these barrels. Well, guess what? If they bid them up high enough, the cost of oil or cost of gas, which will be the end result to us, fuel, will be higher. They're not going to buy it at a loss. So in the end run, is this truly going to help us? I don't think so. And I've got some more data to share. All right, guys, I wanted to play a brief clip from the White House press release yesterday. Uh, The Secretary of Treasury, excuse me, Secretary of Energy was on and this is her explanation of how much oil we use on a daily basis in the United States. 
in double down on investing in clean while creating jobs, but do what we can within our power to lower the cost today. Thank you, Madam Secretary, for doing this. Um, there are various figures about this, so I'm curious if you know how many barrels of oil does the U.S. consume per day? I don't have that number in front of me. Sorry. So, so before the reporter actually answers that, I could tell you, if you Google it and go to energy.gov, you'll see that we're consuming 18 million barrels a day right now. So did she miss out on this? It's on her own website. It's her own group. So do they just not put the time and effort in? It's uh, interesting. It gets better. Some suggest it's about 18 million, which would suggest you're releasing less than three days worth of supply from the petroleum. Oopsie, three days worth of supply into the market. But we don't talk about how long it takes to get these barrels of oil to the market. Why is that enough? Well, we, what we are doing, plus what other countries may be doing, which will be less than what we Okay, now we're depending on other countries to bring oil into our country. Oh, wait a minute. Those tankers, are they green? Are they not putting out any pollutants? Oh, wait. Yes, they are. And oh, by the way, we're going to continue to pay more in fuel charges because it's costing more to ship things across the country or across the world because of a thing called a pandemic. And then the supply chain is all screwed up. But they think that's going to solve our problem. There's more. What we're doing, because we have the largest... Um amount of strategic petrol of petroleum reserves we believe will be this bridge i mean the energy information agency has said for example that in december the um, this is what they have projected now again it's probably more of an art than a science projecting is um, subject to a lot of different um, volatility but that in december the price will be uh three dollars and 19 cents a gallon okay Mark your calendars, December, we're only, today is the 24th, so we're seven days away, six days away, um, $3.19 in December, mark your calendars, I'd be a bet man to say that it ain't going to happen, and there's more. And then in January, continue to go down. So this is really a question about a short-term strategy that allows us to make this bridge. So it's not we're going to not supply all of the oil for three days, obviously. We, want to, we will be releasing it over a period of time, and uh, we will uh, have a certain amount. She doesn't realize that over a period of time means it's weeks before it gets to market. So let me take you directly to their website, and I'll give you their quote. After the president has make, made the decision and executed on the order, it takes 13 days to bring the barrels to market. And then the max drawdown per day is 4.4 million barrels per day. So roughly, you're talking six or seven days that they'll put this uh, oil into the market. Six or seven days, and then all of a sudden, the prices are going to go down. Uh, let me get my top hat on, let me get my cane, and let me see if I can do another song and dance. There's more. That uh, each particular cavern is releasing, but we're not saying that we're going to be supplying all oil for the country. Uh, we're just going to try to do what we can to temper. 
they're going to do what they can to temper the prices. They're not supplying oil for the whole country. So then what are you doing? 32 million barrels that are going to be released is just a drop in the bucket. This is not the solution uh, that we were looking for because ultimately prices will come down and then immediately spike back up. And all the oil and gas experts that are out there said this was already priced in the market. They already knew that Biden was going to release barrels from the SPR. So is this going to help us or hurt us? In my humble opinion, it's going to hurt us. Stay tuned. I got some more data. All right, guys. So how does this all tie into the infrastructure bill? Section 90002, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve Drawdown and Sale. So by being short on funding for the infrastructure bill, they need to find ways to pay for it, which roughly about 50% of it is being paid for. The other 50% is going to increase our debt, which means more taxes for us down the road, which it's going to cost nothing. It's free. Oh, sorry. I wasn't trying to mimic him. Um, So I found this, and basically what they're doing is they're going to sell 87 million barrels, 87.6 million barrels of crude oil during the period of fiscal years 2028 to 2031 to be able to pay for the infrastructure bill. They need $43.5 million to perform these sales, and they need to draw down or they need to bring in, in revenue, $6.1 trillion is what they're saying. But here's the kicker. In the first several versions of this bill, they were talking about not going below 340 million barrels. Now they're down to 252 million barrels. So basically, they need to get $6.1 trillion out of the SPR. And oh, by the way, it's okay to draw down to 252 million barrels um, from a high of 729 and where we're currently at today at 606, uh, sorry, 604 million barrels. We're daily producing roughly about 11 million barrels. So we're short 7 million barrels today. If you look at our production from 2020, which is down because of the pandemic, if you look at 2018, 2019, you're at almost 19 and a half million barrels. So close to 9 million barrels short. But we want to draw draw everything down to 252 million. And I'm not saying the SPR is the savior. It isn't. What actually killed us, whether you're left, right, or center, doesn't matter. We were energy efficient with Keystone Pipeline, and it really helped drive gasoline prices down. I'm sure there could be better ways that we could protect the environment and go through things. But at the end, killing it and just letting it sit there wrong thing to do because now all of us, whether you're a high earner or a low earner, we're all paying it at the gas pump. And to them, it's no big deal. It's like, whatever, you know, it, it'll pass. This too shall pass. Um, but you can't, you can't just keep on saying it's going to pass and then put your head in the sand and expect something to change when ultimately None of this is going to change. We're going to continue to have high gas prices until there's some way we can actually have uh, less dependence on OPEC and foreign 
uh, countries. Now we're calling on Russia and China to give us fuel and give us oil. Uh, That's crazy. We had it in our own shores, and Canada's begging to work with us, our closest ally, and we just let it go. It's just stupid. But then not having the right answers and the responses uh, to what's going on in the marketplace just tells you that they just don't care. They think this is a short-term issue that you know they're going to turn on the electrical grid, which, God forbid, it's powered by coal, uh, and wind power, which is killing birds and all these other uh, species out there, to where it's going to solve our problems. I don't know the, the data, and I, I'm going to look it up and try to find it, but somewhere in the realm of 60 to 70% of products that we consume on a daily basis or use are petroleum-based. How are you going to get rid of that? Wind and solar is not going to solve that problem. It's going to have other detrimental issues. So what do we do? It's a good question, because I'm a little uh, perplexed on this one too. All right, guys, I hope you like this week's uh, podcast. Beautiful thing is, we're getting educated, we're sharing the data. Dig into it, see what you think, comment, like, share. I hope you guys all have a happy, safe Thanksgiving with your family. Stay safe, stay healthy, have those conversations. They're healthy. It's okay to disagree. But always remember, you're talking to somebody that's a human on the other side, and they might be having a bad day or going through something. It's okay to be compassionate, have conversations, and enjoy each other's company. There's a lot of things we should be thankful for. Just remember that. Have a great day. Happy Thanksgiving.